0: In a studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. <laughs> the reviews are in. Boys Life Magazine gives the High Side podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life Affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still out. You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement, the Have You Seen It podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Have You Seen It podcast. My name is Mason Knight, and sitting across me is the one and only Cash Krause. Cash, how are you today?
0: Surviving. You know how I'm doing.
1: Surviving? Surviving. That's going to be our We're new trying trip. to TM that. We are trying to TM that, unfortunately. Sure. Already been TM'd. <laughs> uh, looked into it. It is a Kevin Hart. Thravivin is a Kevin Hart. Oh, my
0: TM God. Well, what trademark? is it? What, did he just trademark everything? That yeah, <laughs> fucking well, guy. when
1: you have $40 trillion in the bank with how hard that guy works. Yeah,
0: but he's got a lot of stand-up specials. So he what, he just going to trademark everything be- this guy's <laughs> ever fucking said
1: now? <laughs> he's but. like, Hart, it's now trademarked. <laughs> like, what? We can't use Hart anymore? yeah. But
0: uh I respect the hustle. I do. I respect, I respect it. I respect a man who says something and then immediately goes marks
1: <laughs> Just to called... make sure.
0: it was probably never going to take off. No, of course. Probably never, ever going to be used by another human again. Never. But if there's a scent to be fucking made off of it. <laughs> yeah.
1: That is called Sup- superior business. confidence. He's a businessman. Yes, man. it is. But uh
0: yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Because that was very organic. It was
1: <laughs> organic.
0: But, uh, yeah, we're here. Always a good day to be back reviewing film and reviewing yep. um, our – some of our favorite horror genre or genre of film is horror. So we are, are reviewing another – this one borderlines horror. It does. <laughs> it is a romantic film. It Well, it's it's genreed as a romantic
1: monster film. Yeah.
0: And that is – Which
1: threw me for a little bit of a loop because, like, the poster of this uh, just – kind of just seeing the genre, and it is classified as a horror genre. Yes. So, like, for me going into it, I was expecting it to be real creepy, especially in the opening scene, you know, like yeah. with, that, with the house. But we'll jump into that later.
0: Go ahead. Well, what, what we are watching today is, or reviewing today, is After Midnight. It is a 2019 yeah. film that was released in 2020. So, uh, it was released February 14th. So, technically...
1: That's a great Valentine's Day uh, movie to go to. I didn't to. think
0: about that. Yeah. Oh, the, this is by far one of the best movies to come out in February. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> I would have to say. yeah. Although, you know what? It did come out right when Invisible Man came out. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, it is a tough Invisible one. Because Invisible Man was very good. It was. That was a... a uh, a February surprise, yes, <laughs> for sure, not
1: the only surprise. And yeah. then we got well, they the corona, biggest surprise that was a in big March, surprise. yeah, which was coronavirus.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we are watching after midnight. It is a very small indie horror film yeah. directed by Jeremy Gardner, and written starring. by Jeremy Gardner, star. Which is so funny because we just did Hellraiser, we did, which was written, directed, not starred though. Clive, right. Clive Barker did not have a but two indie horror films. But yeah, this one sits at a beautiful. Eighty-three minutes run time. It does, and, and it's, it's so, perfect.
1: It, it knows exactly how long it should be. If you
0: don't have money and you're an indie film and you're not really sure, the worst thing you can do is have your movie go long. Yes, the fucking worst thing you could do, and that's the same thing with our with Hellraiser is an hour thirty. Yeah, which is perfect, especially when you're on a budget and you literally can't afford to shoot right, any more days. anymore
1: days. <laughs> you know, I and honestly, like at the end of this film, like I was left wanting more
0: yeah I gotta be honest well I love the endings one of my favorite endings yeah
1: and we'll talk about that later but there was like six or seven minutes left in this movie and I'm like what? It, I, yeah, I guessed what it right after, I guessed yeah. it right you know because you, it was the earring shot at the end but I was like man how are they gonna wrap this up in six it's, and seven minutes it's not and what it's, you expect no but it's perfect <laughs> It, it is perfect. perfect. I agree. It is perfect. Yeah.
0: I really enjoyed this film. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and I'm, so did I. And I'm not a big romance guy. We know that's if anyone listens to the podcast or watches, they know we're not. Right. But I love this kind of romance film. Like uh what was the film we did, the Indian film where it was a romance but they're eating people?
1: Oh, Amiss. I'll I'll
0: miss. Yeah, yes. that's if I, if I want if I'm going to see a romantic film, I want a romantic Horror film. Yes. That's the only way you're going to keep me in this. But this film is very much romance-driven.
1: Mm-hmm. It is.
0: It is a romance that just happens to be set in kind of a monster universe. Yeah. But the entire time, something I love about it, the entire time, you're not sure. Because I'll go over the premise is simple. This guy and gal move into this house together that's been in his family. And it's in Georgia or some southern state. Florida. Florida. Yep. Which is great. I love... if. If you're gonna have a film set in the states, I think the South is the best because it's our kind of like it's our moors, right? You know, stay out of the moors yeah. from it. it's. It's kind of forbidden, you know, the Everglades. Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous. Not a lot of people go. And there's an,
1: uh, there's a lot of open land there too. Yeah, and there's the a lot of like
0: of mystery and stories and shit from Native American stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's and that's why it works so well. But I love I love the setting. But yeah, it's this two couple they moved into this house. Um, they have kind of relationship problems over the 10 year span yeah and one day the guy jeremy Gardner wakes up and he finds that his other half they're not married they're just they're dating yep. they should have been married
1: well i mean 10 years it's a big that's ten a big, years. A big
0: that's part, a, part of the story yeah. it's a huge part of the story but yeah she just he she's gone and then every night after she's gone uh, something attacks this guy's house mm-hmm. and he doesn't know and he what puts it his is.
1: couch in front of the door yes and his tv in front of the other door Yes, it's 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 and that's something they did well is like they would show the romance side of things and they would do the flashbacks. Really, I thought this film is a ton of like flashbacks, editing, but very
0: good. I yeah. mean, sometimes I'm against I know exactly where you're, mm-hmm. but you in this film, you had to establish how good their relationship was. So you had to constantly show it. And through flashback, it showed the history of the relationship. It showed it going from really good to really sour
1: right after somebody. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, the uh, the editing though, I thought was Great. really well yeah. done. Going back, it's probably
0: edited by Jeremy Gardner. I'm guessing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, the guy did everything. <laughs> so weird. He doesn't even have a Shoot Wikipedia page. I know, because I I thought I thought and this, this guy was extremely second, talented.
0: It's his second film. He directed mm-hmm. a film in 2012 as well. Another yeah. horror film that I've never seen called uh called Battery, but I've I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, the Battery. Yeah. But yeah, he's a uh, he's a, I mean, a pretty decent actor as well. I think. I think so. I think. Uh, Brie Grant, who is mm-hmm. kind of a more established actor, yeah. did a little bit better than him. She's she's really fucking good. Yeah, she's a great actress. Plays Abby in this. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. But uh, but the entire time, especially the first time I watch this, you're kind of questioning if this monster is real and maybe if it's just a metaphor for the turmoil Absolutely. in the relationship. Yeah. That's why I love the ending so much because mm-hmm. it's concrete. It and is. It's like no, it's not in this guy's fucking yep. head. This is a legit fucking. There is a romantic riff going on mm-hmm. here, but there is an actual fucking man eating yeah. monster going up, and that's why I love. But uh, yeah, I love all the romantic elements. One of the best scenes is when she, uh, Bria finally comes back, mm-hmm. and you know they're just sitting in the front because she's like, "If it's gonna come back, shoot it."
1: That's what. You're I, a that's what I want to talk about. That was the highlight. Yeah,
0: and that nothing to do with a monster. Film.
1: Well, I'll tell you why too. That that scene, and I didn't time it, but was like seven to nine minutes long, straight. Long. And I'm telling you, those actors had to memorize that entire dialogue and perform it. But there's I, so much dialogue there, and so many different ranges of emotion for both uh, of yeah. these two actors. It to makes be able to pull me feel that, that, that
0: it's was awesome. It was uh, some of it had to have been improved.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of it, I think yeah. it's just
0: sitting a camera there and just like we know the beats we want to go through because mm-hmm. some of the because how they respond to each other is just so... It's its organic and real. Right. With And then like talking about the wine and like mm-hmm. Miami and shit like that. Yep. It feels very... It feels like these people have been together for 10 years. And now it's and starting to serve start because that guy can't commit to anything.
1: Right. And if it's not improv, that goes to the script writing and the dialogue from uh, Jeremy Garner.
0: Yeah, you know, well, sure. I have to think. Well, the script writing is great anyways because that's... The script writing gets you to the improv anyways, mm-hmm. but it's... You know, it's great. It's great writing regardless. Yeah. That is one of the greatest scenes in the film, I think. And it's so simple. Yeah, it is. But that's what you get with indie films. You know, it sounds pretentious to say, but I just prefer an indie film over a blockbuster film, Mm -hmm. you know, because the fact that they have so much less to like rely on. Yeah. They they know that they have to milk every scene for everything it's worth. And it just, it comes off so much better. Blockbusters have their place. Yeah, they do.
1: In indie films, I mean, you can't get away with cheap dialogue. You can't get away with all these to to compensate like a blockbuster does with these massive effects, with these incredible action scenes. Like with an indie film, like your dialogue has to be great. Your yep. characters has have to be loved or hated. You know, yeah. like there those it's it's those things that really count.
0: The scenes it can't just be an, a a simple a simple shot scene. It has to have some kind of cinematography element to it. You yep. know, because you're not compensating with like you said big effects or anything so every scene you know has to be about it reminds me this film reminds me a lot of uh fast of night that we did a review Mm, of the the indie sci-fi film
1: incredible film and also an extremely long take too yeah and you you can tell
0: that you know with these indie films they only have so much money for the special effects so they they know they can only have one scene Yep. So it almost always has to be the last scene, like Vasa Knight, The last scene was finally showing the giant UFO. Yep. And like this scene was finally showing, and the Creature. monster looked. It looks. It's so original. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I it comes it from. Awesome. It looked the CGI. I don't know. I don't even know if it's CGI. It looks fantastic. Though. It does. It looks
1: so. G- especially in the, the first time that it's introduced when he's shooting the shotgun at night and, not, and it looks <laughs> awesome and all it's so cool because all like the it's not feather but it's like tentacles. something yeah
0: it almost looks like spikes like mm-hmm. uh porcupine quills or something. Right. but they all move you know when it, it gets scared or whatever and it kind of furrows yeah. up it looks so
1: good the design of it was really impressive yeah
0: I, I loved it we got to talk about. I'm at least going to bring him up because one of my favorite comedians ever oh, is in to. this.
1: <laughs> we have to. I mean, Hong one of the greatest... Kong,
0: Henry Sabrowski. Yeah. One
1: of the greatest podcasts of all time. The last yes. podcast on the last Shout left.
0: out. They're so good. They're my so favorite awesome. of all time. Yeah. But yeah, he's great. He's a great actor.
1: Yeah, he is. He's, he's
0: funny. A, too. And you can tell it's him improving a lot of these scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, I love the bar scene.
1: The beer mat scene. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Was he that called? A gorilla dying. something? So it's a gorilla, a gorilla shot a gorilla or gorilla something? Gorilla fart. Gorilla fart.
0: No, it's the uh, spill mat. He's yeah, like, it was the spill he, mat. Yeah. It's just everything that's yep. spilled. He's like, yeah, I got kids coming, man. He's like, uh,
1: it's can... so gross. He's like, yeah, I can't do this because I am an adult. <laughs> it's so good though. He's so funny. He
0: needs to be in so much more. He's in a lot of Adult Swim stuff. But he, he needs to be in so. And he was What's in Wolf of show? Wall Street.
1: The the devil, the it's devil so show I've on just... Adult Swim. I oh, your know. pretty face is going to hell. Your pretty face. Is going I've seen to every hell. season. Yep. It's
0: that's it's right. really funny. Yeah, if you haven't watched that, go back and watch that. Yep. But. uh. Yeah. And he
1: is in Wolf of Wall Street, too. He's in Wolf yeah, of Wall he Street.
0: Is. He plays the otter or something. Yeah. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, but, yeah, he had a big uh, – but, yeah, he's great in this. Yes, he he's, is. He's great as uh, – I like the scene when they're, like, when they're going to go hunt the animal or whatever. You brought your rifle, and then it cuts immediately, and it's just him with the – he's just holding his axe. <laughs> he's so good.
1: He is. I, I just
0: laugh when I see him. He's very funny. Very funny looking. Yeah. <laughs> very, very comical in every way. But uh, yeah,
1: I want to go back to the cinematography real quick in that one shot, because that was something else that that you said, like you have to have a unique, you know, uh, it started out as a wide shot, but over that seven to nine minutes, like it slowly, but it was so microscopically slow where it was just like. It, it does just zoomed in but it was over that seven minute period. it
0: worked so well with the dialogue and what mm-hmm. they're talking about because it starts very like loose and you know very you know they just because this scene happens when she finally comes back after a weeks and no one knows where she was at yeah. and he they couldn't get a hold talk of her or anything. It. Yeah. So it starts off, you know, very them just doing small talk. But once it gets more serious and serious, it closes in. Mm. I loved.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah. And that's and that goes back to the dialogue and the writing also, because for them to line up, you know, that shot with the dialogue and everything, it had to have been written into where, OK, we want to zoom in right when you guys are getting at this yep. point in the conversation. Yep. Awesome. Awesome scene. Uh, yeah, it, it, the, I, I enjoyed the entire thing. I, I like the flashbacks. I like the that he was the a hunter or whatnot, and how she hated animal heads or anything. Mm-hmm. She hated anything dead, and uh, and then
1: he hung it up when she was gone, and that was the first <laughs> thing she brought up. You know, was oh, I noticed you hung up the elk head
0: again. Yeah, the fucking elk
1: head. She hated it. Yeah, she did.
0: Beautiful elk. Beautiful yeah, elk. I would have been. Pr-
1: <laughs> remember Valentine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he named what was that name?
0: Val, Val, Valentine. Yeah. Valentin. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even realize till the very end that he owned that bar.
1: Yeah, he did. The man—he's yep.
0: being real loose with these fucking. <laughs> Why
1: well, know, And then the even employee, in shots and was like, like yeah, yeah exactly, pouring. and pouring
0: expensive shots. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, dude. But yeah, I love I love the whole. It felt you know it felt very Southern Gothic, mm-hmm. the his house and everything. And now yeah. it's they kind of give like hints to how like creepy and how much history goes back. Cause he goes, he says something at one point, he's like, yeah, this house has been in my family forever. Generation. Generations. They don't yeah. even know. Yeah. And it's all overrun and shitty and like no one even lives in it anymore, no. but it's, so that kind of gives you just, just enough, you know, you don't need to know where this monster came from. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know there's some experiment gone wrong or some shit yeah. or, or that this is a demon or anything. I don't need to know that at all. Cause that's not what the story was about. The story was about these two people yep. and them getting through this, uh, Crazy relationship, this and this hump in their yeah.
1: relationship, yeah.
0: And it's so, and the entire time you're thinking, oh, this is just a straight up romantic film. Even how it ends with him bursting into song, it's uh, so generic. It is, romant- yeah, it's- that
1: is generic. And I, I literally said that out there. I was like, are they just going to sing this whole song? <laughs> but right before that song, again, and and this is the common theme. I feel like I'm I'm bringing up over and over. But I really do look for this, like in in film, like. I thought they balanced everything so well at that final dinner, dinner scene between all the friends having a good time, them, you know, making jokes, and then it turning real serious. Yeah. You know, when he starts asking, oh, is your monster going to show up today? The
0: Well, the brother. The
1: brother, yeah. The sheriff. And then he roasts them, yes. you know, and he's <laughs> like, what are you, you're a backwoods cop, you're not that cool. And dude, that, that had me laughing, and then it gets really serious again, and he starts, you know... Uh, apologizing for the way that he's, you know, been acting and the way he's conducting himself, and the and the fact that he never looked at her uh, and what she loved because you know she wanted to go try all these different types of food, go to art galleries and stuff. That wasn't his lifestyle. Well, she, yeah,
0: she had and grown up, yeah, and she grew up in Miami, and he yeah. grew up in the backwoods of fucking right. Florida, and uh, and he wasn't giving. He wasn't like a, it wasn't like a give or take at all. You no. know, she had to go live in his house. She had to go yep. do everything that he had to do and whatnot. So it wasn't, but. That dives into all these characters are so well written. Even the cop character who when you first see him, you think, oh, that guy's going to be the douchey kind of villain character mm-hmm. immediately. That's not how it is all. That no. guy is well intentioned throughout the entire thing. Remember, he gives him breakfast. and
1: Well, and ha- he wants him to be his brother. Yeah, that's what he brings Exactly, out. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's I love that none of these characters were predictable in that kind of romance way where it's yeah. like, oh, that guy's the dick that doesn't want them together. Obviously, mm-hmm. no, all of them wanted them together except for the main guy. Who he wanted to be together, but he never wanted to again commit. He never wanted to actually yeah. get a marriage or anything like that. But uh, I love that that cop was, uh, you know, wasn't that kind of character. And I, the, when they're at the dinner table, like you said, the conversation sounds or so organic when the cop brings up UFOs. Yep. He's like, "Who's seen a UFO?" And she's like, "Oh, I have for sure." And he's like, "Oh, you know for sure for sure that it was an alien
1: craft." It's, he goes, "See, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's great fucking dialogue." It is. But uh, And there's a great flashback, too, of the flashback when uh, Henry's character is talking about how his wife just got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And you could just, it's another great angle. Yep. And there's so much going on. There's so much side conversations going on. But then it does the slow zoom thing in to where the lady goes, when are you going to have finally kids? Yep. But Jeremy Garner's character immediately goes, when they come out eight years old. So I don't have to fucking feed him or, or, mm-hmm. or clean him or anything. But you just see the slow zoom that it fucking hurt her. Yeah, way more than he even realized it. Yeah. But I, I love those uh those small little moments.
1: You know, it was it was so surprising to me to go on IMDB and seeing a five point three out of ten Rating on this film. And the comments. Some of the comments.
0: That's from, the, we know those people, though. We talk about those people all. Uh, too People that go in there thinking it's going to be a, a monster a film. film yeah. oh, and you're only going to get fucking yep. people. Because they're so used to seeing the same formula of a film over yeah. and over the again. The Conjuring formula. Or, yeah, or anything. Or
1: Annabelle, or any of these things, you know. Yeah. Not was, to say that those films don't have their place in, in film, but, I mean, this is definitely a completely different... Take on it, and it's gotta, not a horror monster film, it is a romantic film,
0: yeah. So. And you got to know that not no film follows one set guideline,
1: yeah, exactly. That's
0: not, it's an art, it's, it's, not it's an, what an art should form, be. yeah. If you want to go see a painting and be and saying, Oh, that painting shit, only because it's not a realist painting or something, it's there's all these different mediums, but uh, that's IMDb people, oh, dude, it's just the, run the of headline, the mill, that's the why nothing can get more one? than 7.5.
1: And the headline for this one says "dreadfully boring." I guess the other <laughs> reviews so far are from the crew. What the crew? The what crew a of condescending eight? fucking yeah, the, uh, the crew of eight people that they eight. probably had on yeah. there?
0: Ridiculous, yeah, that is
1: ridiculous. Because I really walked away enjoying this movie a lot, and I thought the payoff at the end was was great. I thought it was brilliant. It was exactly enough to what I wanted to see to be like, oh, okay, I got my answer. The yeah, monster was
0: real. The monster is you know? real. That's awesome. That it wasn't.
1: The, the, it could the, be
0: metaphorical, and they could have played it off that yeah. way, and that would have been just as good if they did it the right yeah. way. But uh, and yeah. that's
1: what I thought. I thought they were going to completely leave it open ended, and then they kind of turn it on its head because a lot of indie films do do that, where they they keep it you know open for interpretations, where it could be an allegory for something. But this was actually concrete evidence. That, yes, hey, this wanted to show you yeah, that uh, that uh, this the monster, monster was, 100% and this guy's real. not crazy
0: because he's going through some very heavy shit, and mm-hmm. he's compensating for. What he's going through by yeah. making up this monster, because the entire time people are like, let's talk about Abby and he just wants to talk about this monster. monster yep. He's like, okay, let's let's and, but every the cop, his friends are all like, what do you really want to talk about? But no, it's he had a legit concern. Yeah.
1: And if you look back <laughs> and the they killed his cat, that's what I want to talk about. The cat. They did that super smart, okay? Because then that's the reason why I was yes. thinking that the monster wasn't real because they only showed the cat in the bag. Yes. So I never even knew if that cat actually got mauled or if they just found that cat dead.
0: Or if maybe he killed the cat and he's right. the monster, you yes. know, and he's the one that's, that's coming out every night and destroying because he's mm-hmm. maybe drunk or maybe that's – mm-hmm. it could be so much things. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just people, people go into films – Thinking they know exactly what the film's going to and then being angry when they realize that, oh, it's, it's this something film kind of tricked me. But I, I yeah. when a film can turn it on it and it's on its head or something and completely go in a different direction, I love that. Yeah. I love the not to be it. But some people you know, don't like to some be surprised. Some people don't like change. They don't. No, <laughs> yeah, they, they don't. don't. They don't like
1: something different.
0: Yeah, they don't. So that's.
1: just fucks with their psyche for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, and they, for some reason, it makes them angry
1: yeah yeah, yeah it makes them real angry like so angry that they
0: didn't have a read on this that it just it makes them yeah I don't know it's a safety thing it is where it makes them feel unsafe for not knowing exactly what's gonna happen but I can't imagine seeing this film and being and going out like I gotta write this fucking review right? I know because even Cause, if you don't like monster films I feel like you'll get the romantic element from of it of course and if you don't like romantic then I feel like you, there's still enough horror element of there to keep you in for that too
1: yeah and that's the thing that's really cool about this movie, too, is it's like the premise in, in all of it's like it's it's various. It's a very simple premise.
0: The most simple premise. Yeah,
1: It's a very simple premise. What I said
0: was the premise. Yeah. <laughs> it took four seconds. for exactly. exactly.
1: I mean, you even go on the Wiki page like the whole, yeah. you know, they do a plot line. The whole plot line is literally four sentences. Yeah, there's that's it.
0: It's just. Yeah. And that's but how it works. All and they, indie they, films and are
1: able to pull it off in. And they knew, and we talked about this, and I'll, I'll bring it up one more time. But they knew, they knew that eighty-three minutes was the time. You didn't need to make this movie an hour and fifty minutes. Yeah, that could have been awful. But dude, it was short, sweet, and to the point. And if that's what you I are
0: a aspiring indie filmmaker, again, the worst thing you can do is extend your film right. more than it needs to be extended. I mean, because this, because like this film is perfect, eighty-three run. It's yeah. It ends right when it needs to end. I feel like, exactly. and it, it wraps everything up real fucking quick. But I love—I'll go back to it. I love the surprise of the very generic romantic ending mm-hmm. that we thought we were gonna get yeah. when he's singing. And you think everything's gonna be great. Right. You know, he's finally putting all his differences. Everyone's fucking happy. They're are finally gonna get married. They're gonna move to Miami. Right. He's gonna fucking start. Brand he's gonna life. sell a bar. Mm-hmm. Then he, this thing comes out of fucking nowhere, just
1: tackles him. It's <laughs> already in the house. I know.
0: No one knows how. Already in. The, I love it though.
1: I uh, thought it was great. And then he goes. And then he stupid. takes the elk. The elk. Yeah. And that's also antlers. kind of
0: symbolism of him destroying mm-hmm. the thing that she hated and whatnot. Yep. But man, I loved. Stabs I loved the hell
1: out of it. That that's mm-hmm.
0: the the route that they ended up going, mm-hmm. and I love that they they thought it was the best way to shoot it was to show him just go fucking crazy.
1: Cause this then, thing has been
0: eating away at him yeah. for.
1: And then the the bottle of wine rolls in the peanut wine, yeah, the
0: peanut, <laughs> shitty peanut wine that and, he had a cases of, a cases
1: of, and he picks it up and he you know shows her the ring on the bottom. He goes, "Will will you drink another fucking yeah, case he, with me <laughs> at the very
0: end?" Yeah, I love it. I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't go any farther nope, past that didn't to have like to. show like they didn't need to show that they took the monster to the cops or nope, anything like that. You they,
1: don't need that. It's Perfect. Yeah, they knew exactly where to begin it and end it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, this film yeah. quite a bit. It's
0: one of my, it's one of my favorite of recent of romantic films for sure.
1: Well, absolutely, and I mean, hell, as it sits right now for me, I'm not going to say this for you, but because we haven't had too many films, especially in 2020, this this is on my top ten so far. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was really su-
0: enjoyed this. Surprisingly one. good, and I probably I'll probably go back and watch uh, the batteries or mm-hmm. whatever his the other battery, stuff is. Yeah. yeah. It sucks that he's not – he made one film in 2012, then it took him eight years to have come out with another. These are the filmmakers
1: that should be working that all the <laughs> time. giving money to. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's crazy. And you know it's the kind of thing where he had to get like his friends together to film this, like Henry Zebrowski and so mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've heard them talk about that they knew each other before he started making films. So you could just feel that he had to get like people he knew just to even finance this thing. Yeah. You can't even find a budget for it.
1: No, you can't. So I'm like it had to have been shoestring, six hundred fifty thousand or something like that. I can't, quiet.
0: man. That's that alien looks like it would take. I mean, not alien. I don't know what it is, but that mm-hmm. monster looked like it would take um, a couple hundred grand. Oh yeah, I don't know how they, but it's they great. didn't.
1: That that was the thing too is they. You could only tell they used CGI just a little bit. I could hardly scene, tell. Yeah, and then that was it. I
0: could hard. So I think tell.
1: a lot of it was practical <laughs> effects because they even have the costume designer in this. Yeah, so it which might is have awesome. Been a costume, yeah, costume a lot of it, but yeah. the battery, the the synopsis, real quick for this, because this actually sounds interesting. We might want to check this out. The personalities of two former baseball players clash as they traverse the rule rule. I can never say that word. Rule backroads of a post rural rural. <laughs> I can't say. It. See, it's I dumb. can't say it, it's weird. Of the post-plagued New England, teaming with the undead.
0: Oh, it's a zombie! It's film. It's a zombie film about baseball a baseball play. players. We kind of got a little yeah. zombie baseball action and uh trying to use <laughs> It turns out baseball players are are the ones that are going to make it.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> when oh, you run dude. out of ammo, just swing a bat. <laughs> a bat will do the trick, my guy. And I got you gotta like hit five someone. Or six you gotta hit theater. someone
0: hard though.
1: Fuck it. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. So and I it takes a lot. You got of... a good swing. Yeah, bro, boy, you got eight
0: swings and you're tired you're no. winded oh yeah bro. Hell you're no. giving full 100 swings and you're it's not like you're swinging through you're getting some
1: pushback on the brick. that actually makes it easier.
0: <laughs> i don't know man you're getting you're getting worn out after a while well i'll take ten, the gun give me
1: 10 zombies and i'll show you 10 10 dead zombies
0: fast zombies no way you're killing 10 zombies
1: hell yeah <sighs> even with this fat out of shape body i have now 10's always
0: coming from 10 different directions you're taking all 10 out
1: absolutely absolutely you have too much confidence in yourself. i do are you I doing do. like
0: the helicopter thing where you're just spinning in a circle No, it's
1: called footwork it's called dodging one hitting one over the head running away hitting another one you gotta you gotta you gotta work it that way you can't just take them all on at once well it's the, unfeasible. yeah feasible you, you can't, can't line impossible. them
0: up and be like all right orderly line i'm gonna take you uh, there's no zombies. that's what i'm
1: saying you gotta zigzag through oh set up boom oh and you think go. you have the f-
0: the footwork
1: i got the footwork baby i got the <laughs> you footwork.
0: Think not only do you have i'm the muhammad ali of hitting zombies <laughs> wow <laughs> i've never seen so much confidence in you before yeah
1: well you know <laughs> it's all coming out of baseball bat
0: i can't imagine it i'd love to see it though it would be fun i'll just pay 10 homeless men to attack you <laughs> and
1: let's see what then I'm going to jail for the rest of our
0: prison. <laughs> well, I'll give you a wiffle ball bat, and there if you even go. make contact with ten, ten heads, then I'll, okay, I'll say okay. We
1: you can probably... We'll have to sign but like was... a uh, a waiver form though for those ten homeless guys.
0: Yeah, I doubt homeless people are signing waivers for anything. So let's just <laughs> we'll buy him a sixer or something, and go. just uh, we're not going to hurt them. No, they're, they're wiffle ball bats. bats. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or he... one of those LARP swords?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you can land if you can land ten solid strikes before okay. one gets to you, all right. I'll say this is the guy.
1: Well, this is uh, you, this. We might have to do this.
0: Just think of the guy from Train to Busan. He was one in a billion. The guy that was punching people. <laughs> he was that guy. You do? You, are you telling me you got the strength of that man?
1: Pretty close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know they
0: say that because we saw that guy one-handedly we throw did. a person up ten up. feet into the air.
1: <laughs> he did the rock thing. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, I think that is it for yeah, yes. after midnight. If you have not seen it, it's.
1: Go check it's it so out. So nice, it's nice good. and short, sweet. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it's and it's a dollar to rent. That's yeah, it. and
0: if you're not if you're not in for like, a, yeah, that was so weird too. I thought it actually was was free.
1: Before. Yeah, but a dollar ninety nine in five ninety nine to buy. So I was like, okay, that's fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. So if,
1: it was cheap and in a good movie too. I enjoyed it. It was well worth a dollar to rent.
0: Yeah, and if you're not really into horror and you're more into romantic, then it, it it's Perfect for you because yeah. it's not overly horror.
1: It's but, definitely not over. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But if you're just into good movies, I'd recommend
1: it. Absolutely. All righty. Well, that is our review for After Midnight. If you guys like what you have seen here and you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to like this video, comment below, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification as we drop videos here every single day. If you want to check out our podcast, you can find that in audio format on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our social media pages, Twitter, seen a podcast. Cash is on Twitter. That's just Cash. Instagram, have you seen it? Facebook, have you seen a podcast? And go check out our new merch, uh, whatever, merch store, whatever it is. You got, got it. A that's logo. a merch store. Yeah, a merch store. You know, you won't find this logo. hat
0: though. Yeah, that's, that's the vintage. old school. That's
1: vintage hat. That's
0: will be worth money yeah. someday.
1: It will be because we only <laughs> have three of those out on the market right now. Three? So.
0: Where's the other one?
1: Uh, in my room. I have two of them. Oh, you have two. Okay. I have a beanie. Oh, beanie you do have a beanie? About. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I the, think you have a beanie too. I do have so a beanie. So there's, there's four. four. <laughs> those are rare. Those are collector's items. Super rare. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check that out. It'll probably be in the description below. Thank you guys so much for watching. My name is Mason Knight and listening. My name is Mason Knight. That is Cash Krausen. Until next time. Bye.